and welcome to SciSection. My name is Doreen Anthony Pillay, and I'm a journalist for SciSection Radio Show, broadcast on the CFMU 93.3 FM radio station. We're here today with Dr. Akram Hossein, a professor in the Department of Electrical and Computer Engineering at the University of Manitoba. Thank you, Zain. Uh, I'm pleased to be uh, pleased to be able to join with you uh, today. Perfect. So to get started, could you provide a quick background about yourself, like your past academic history and career? Uh, so I am a professor currently at the Department of Electrical and Computer Engineering at the University of Manitoba. I am here since January 2001. I had my PhD in electrical engineering from the University of Victoria uh, in BC. And I had my bachelor's and MSc uh, in Bangladesh. I was born there, actually. And uh, I had my BSc in computer science and engineering in 1995. And then I had my master uh, of science in computer science and engineering again in 1997. And I, ca I came to University of Victoria in 1998. And I I finished my PhD in 2001, and then I came to uh, the University of Manitoba as an assistant professor. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much uh, of my educational background. Mm -hmm. So what would you say is your main focus in your research? Uh, my research focus is in the area of wireless communications. Um, so also uh, to solve these wireless communications related problems, I use uh, some theory and tools from uh, optimization, queuing theory, uh, game theory, and also uh, from machine learning. Um, mm -hmm. And if you want me to talk a bit more, uh, you know, this wireless systems design, they have you know, a lot of problems, you know. Uh, one of the big problems, I should say fundamental problems, is uh, what they call resource allocation and management in wireless systems. For example, um, for any wireless communications, you need a wireless channel, right? You need to be able to transmit your signal using a channel. Now, the number of channels is basically limited. It's like a, like a real estate. You can think of it like a size of a city, for example, it's, I mean, or a country, it's like a fixed, but you can have increasing number of populations, right? I mean, every year you've got more populations, you know, uh, more people, you know, uh, an increasing population, but you got to accommodate everybody. So same problem arises in a wireless system. I mean, you have got a limited number of channels, but you have an increasing number of users. So how do you manage uh, these resources, uh, you know, and try to uh, make everyone happy, right? So, um, so this is like a fundamental challenge. And as you can probably guess, you do by a, a proper allocation of the resources. Uh, so my research is uh, one of the my main research focus is on this resource allocation like how to allocate channels among the users and if you are familiar like in a cellular kind of systems you have got these base stations right those base station towers you see occasionally so basically you go to allocate channels to the base stations so that they can serve the users uh, who connect with those base stations so how to allocate those channels in the different base stations for example and also Another uh, very important resource is like the power. Like for example, if you think about the base station, uh, they have a limited amount of power, right? And that power for transmission, they use uh, for the different users, they serve. Like when you uh, are receiving something, for example, you know, uh, you're browsing something, uh, you're using your cellular radio, so the base station is transmitting to you. And the base station has to use some transmission power. 
Now it, it has got many users to serve and it has got a limited amount of power. So how uh, does it allocate the power among the different users? Uh, again, to satisfy their requirements. Power is another very important resource that has to be allocated. Again, you be able to do it optimally so that you can make the best use of the power and also satisfy the maximum number of users. So this is kind of the problem, you know, at the um, high level. Uh, uh, it's not only the cellular wireless systems, but you can have like other uh, wireless sensor kind of systems which work in a kind of a different way. Like uh, one sensor, you know, can transmit sensor maybe or another receiving device. Uh, also like, uh, you know, there could be a station uh, which collects all the sensor data and it then transmits to another station maybe. So it could involve multiple hop transmissions. So again, the similar problems arise, but in a kind of a different setup. So uh, depending on the configuration of the system, you can have different, uh, you know, uh, uh, look of the problem. So basically my research group uh, try to solve uh, this problem in the different uh, kind of wireless setups. And what made you interested in pursuing this field? Uh, actually, I can tell you when I was uh, doing my bachelor, since then I had kind of interest in communication internet and those stuff. Um, so I grew my interest back when I was, uh, in, I was a bachelor's student. My uh, uh, you know, thesis, the, uh, you know, the project, and also during my MSc, I continued to do kind of similar stuff on the uh, on, on communication network design related problems. And I again continued uh, kind of a similar topic when I uh, came for my PhD, um, but I did more wireless uh, kind of uh, research there. And uh, I started, I, I mentioned in 1998, at that time, it was kind of a very uh, right time to do wireless communication research. You know, like uh, uh, the cell phones started to become very, very popular. You know, those uh, second generation GSM phones, if, if I don't know if, uh, mm -hmm. uh, maybe you were not even born at the time. Yeah. I mean, so those phones are very popular people. Those text messaging just started actually, you know, so mm -hmm. kind of services uh, just started. So it was kind of very exciting time to do wireless related research. Uh, um, and when I came for my PhD and everybody like in a wireless research community, they are working on these 3G phones, if you know, like this uh, CDMA phones, like, probably still there are many people using those phones. So this 3G research started and a lot of enthusiasm. So, you know, uh, I also like to do something you know, on this 3G wireless systems. And, and yeah, so that's how I think uh, Mm -hmm. you know, I continue to do like wireless research. Mm -hmm. And I actually started reading some of your books like Introduction to Network Simulator NS2. And I thought it's a great introduction to network simulation. So what did you want readers to take away from this book? Thank you. So that is a book uh, that can be used by, you know, uh, by uh, the students as well as the practitioners. That is a book uh, basically which provides a kind of a uh, background, I should say quite in-depth background uh, on how to write simulators mm -hmm. uh, for a communication network, right? So if you have a, a, a system of connected computers or, you know, cell phones, like a network system, right? So how do you simulate the system? Um, like, at, uh, like from an end-to-end -end, uh, basis, like, you know, uh, starting from the application, going to the transport layer, routing layer, link layer, end-to-end, -end, like, 
including all the protocols, TCP, UDP, you know. Uh, so basically for an end-to-end -end system simulation that provides a, a very thorough introduction uh, using this NS2 free uh, simulator that is available and is uh, most academia. Um, so, and that's kind of a well accepted software tool, I can, I can say, uh, used in the academia. So, so uh, that book was actually the first book, I should say, of its kind, which provides a kind of a thorough introduction to this uh, NS2-based simulation. So it can be used for, you know, for undergraduate communication systems, uh, for experimentation, like for lab. Mm -hmm. um, and it also has, I mean, wireless part as well. So if you want to simulate a wireless kind of system, you still can, you know, use NS2. That book provides kind of introduction and examples, a lot of examples there, you know, on how to write those uh, simulations. Now I should probably mention NS2 basically has evolved to the, its next version, NS3, um, recently, I mean, few years, uh, you know, people are now moving more on NS3. So I'm not sure whether these days people would be using NS2 or maybe they mm -hmm. prefer to do NS3 now, but now NS3 is a bit different than NS2 though. But still you can use NS2, I mean, there is no, you know, restriction or, or you know, I mean, mm -hmm. uh, any students or researchers can still use NS2. Yeah. And then the book will be still used. Mm -hmm. And another book I thought was really intriguing was the Radio Resource Management in Wireless Networks and Engineering Approach. So what do you think were the most important concepts from this book? Uh, thank you. So that book particularly focuses on resource management, as I was mentioning at the beginning. Mm -hmm. And now, uh, basically this book uh, deals with uh, modeling and analysis of different kind of resource allocation problems in different kinds of cellular systems. Now, uh, what was, uh, I mean, interesting in the book is we covered different kinds of cellular systems, uh, starting from a homogeneous, like a single tire cellular, which are like the old fashioned cellular to a more advanced, like a, if you might have heard about this 4G system, I mean, the cell phones that you are using, for example, now LTE phones. So now they're different than 3G uh, technology because the architecture is different where they use what is called a hat net architecture, like a heterogeneous networking architecture, where in a single, like a cell, you can have multiple base stations. You can have multiple kind of cell towers, like big, small, and like there could be a hierarchy, like a, they call like a big cells, macro cells, and then a micro cells and pico cells. So you can have a hierarchical architecture in the system. So when you have this kind of a hierarchical system, called a heterogeneous system, and the problems are kind of more complicated um, because different base stations and uh, users can associate to different kinds of base stations, they have more options. So the problems in general get more complicated, more kind of a more degrees of freedom. So we basically uh, dealt with resource allocation problems in these multi-tier um, systems as well, in addition to cellular So. Uh, the problems that we uh, on uh, include like a channel allocation that I was doing at the beginning and also like power allocation. So, so that book is uh, quite, you know, uh, relevant to this 4G type of technology and, uh, um, and also it summarizes the, like the latest kind of uh, state of the art, you know, a review of the state of the art technologies and methods and algorithms.
Mm -hmm. And where do you think this topic is headed in the future in terms of wireless networks? You know, wireless is, uh, I mean, it's like a vital technology, as you can imagine. I mean, everywhere, you know, it's like, a, it's becoming pervasive, right? It's not only for like a, uh, you know, like for communications, but also in industry, industrial control, you know, uh, etc. So in, in, in transportation systems, you know, and uh, all kinds of IoT applications, like wireless technology. So it's like a pervasive technology. It's like uh, like a uh, power technology, right? Those ele uh, electric power technology is like a vital fundamental technology. So wireless communications is also becoming like a fundamental kind of technology. And uh, uh, the ultimate vision is to have what they call like internet of everything. I mean, everything in this planet could be interconnected. And of course we can do it without wireless, right? So, so that's what I think, uh, uh, the technology is evolving toward to enable this internet of everything and it's going to be a very heterogeneous uh, kind of a system lots of different technologies all integrated together cellular you know wi-fi bluetooth you know zigbee all these technologies will work kind of a together you know in a, in a kind of a in a converged system and also not only that you will also have non-terrestrial systems like a drone-based communications uh, you can put base stations in the drones and they can serve as a mobile base station. So, so at the end, it will be like a, uh, like an integrated terrestrial and non-terrestrial communication system, you know, which will be enabled by this wireless technology. And at the end, we'll have an internet of everything. Mm -hmm. So I think that's what, uh, you know, technology is evolving towards. Mm -hmm. So that was our final question. So that brings us to the end of the interview. Thank you again for joining me today. And that's it for this week's Asai section. Make sure to check our podcast available on global platforms for all our latest interviews.